Chapter 22 Battleship Ooze smacks against the lip of the boat, spraying the backpack that Cam had ducked behind. The boat crawls, almost standing still, taking hit after hit from its besiegers on shore. Oars. I need oars. Shit. They're a couple of arm's lengths away and already coated in muck. He doesn't dare reach for them. Every second feels endless. Each spit could be the one that lands a ball of ooze on Cam's head. It'd have to be a mortar shot, way up in the air and then almost straight down to bypass the backpack. Death from above. Tough, but not that tough, especially when there are four of you and your target is barely moving. Are they trying it? Is that why some of them keep hitting the water? Each blob that smacks against Cam's backpack is evidence to the contrary, a sign that the creatures aren't smart enough to aim a shot high into the air. It should be reassuring, but all it does is remind Cam of the unbelievable force behind each blow, and notify him that yet another chunk of poison has entered his tiny refuge, lining it, weighing it down. Would the hounds attack these things? The horse almost definitely went into the water, but these ones are slower. Maybe they're scared. Maybe they'll give up. As he's wishing hard, hoping that at the very least the hounds don't attack him, Cam realizes that it's been a while since an ooze ball hit his backpack. They aren't even hitting the boat much anymore, until all Cam can hear is intermittent splashes. He looks behind him and sees that his boat is closer to the other bank of the river than it was before. Out of range. Fuck yeah, thank you. He risks a peek out from behind the backpack. The ooze monsters are shuffling along the river, tracking the drift of Cam's boat. Disturbingly, they're still spitting at full speed, as if believing that one of these times a missile will fly far enough to hit Cam. Like the horse, they seem never to run out of ooze. Eventually, the forest ends, and Cam watches the ooze monsters drag themselves across the meadow where he first woke up, to his left if he's looking downriver. The angle isn't right for him to see the hounds he killed, but he figures their bodies must still be there. To Cam's surprise, he feels a twinge of sympathy for the hounds. They died so easily, and who knows their motivations for attacking in the first place. In contrast to the maniacal ooze monsters, the hounds just seem like animals. And they haven't shown up to kill me in this boat. Are they afraid of the ooze monsters? Miracle for me, but I don't know. It's hard to explain. They do kind of look like dogs. That could be it. People always feel sad when dogs die, even if the dogs were wolves on the hunt. Feeling safe enough to lower his guard, Cam begins scraping ooze out of the boat with his garden hoe. No new ooze has come even close to hitting him, and he recognizes his chance to retrieve the oars. Have to do it quickly before the boat drifts back within their range. Cleaning the boat is clumsy work, as the garden hoe is not designed to act as a scoop, and as Cam can't help but keep one eye on his pursuers, getting ready to react if one of their spitballs manages to get enough power to reach him. The oars are still caked in ooze by the time Cam's boat rounds the bend in the river, turning left. When he looks at where the water is taking him, Cam sees, for the first time, what lies beyond the forest and the meadow. The river terminates in a lake, at the center of which is a small jungle island. Before Cam allows himself to puzzle, not for the first time, over the strange terrain of this place, he spots something far more confusing. A building. 
a windowless rectangle wider than any cam has ever seen, and several times longer than that. A skyscraper on its side and more. One of its walls is crumbling into the right side of the lake, as if it had been built before the water appeared. Beyond the lake is a mountain range. Is that a cave? Maybe just an indentation? But it does seem dark enough that it could lead into the mountain. Just then, a small flash, like the sun glinting off a watch face, catches Cam's eye. It was somewhere near the lake. Cam wasn't looking at it when it happened. It glanced across his periphery, down and to the left of center. He squints, searching for its source, hoping it wasn't just a reflection on the water. And there it is again, a light, gleaming and then gone in the space of a quarter second. It was so bright, too bright, there isn't a clue as to what caused it. But in the spot where it was, Cam sees a tiny gray wisp, like the ashen ghost of a tree. Campfire. Shit. Given Cam's last experience with a mysterious building, he's not too eager to row straight for the foreboding structure to his forward right. That makes the campfire across the lake his best hope of finding friendly humans. But that presents a double problem. I have no way of knowing if they're friendly until I get close. If they are, I'd be leading these monsters right to them. Cam looks at his pursuers, still plodding along on shore, rapid-firing blobs into the water. Both they and Cam have passed the edge of the forest, and Cam can see the barn now. Leading to its front is a swirl of brown and green. Mostly brown, really, especially right up against, and on, that front wall. Are they trying to break in? Cam thinks. Could there have been someone barricaded in there, and I missed them? But then he remembers the open back door, the ooze trail leading out, and the fallen backpack along it. Whoever it was, they were long gone. They could be up ahead at that camp, though. In a way, it's reassuring to know that others could be hiding and running from the ooze monsters. Nothing unites people better than a common enemy. Still, I can't come sailing in with monsters in tow. The camp will be overrun before I even get close to the shore. So I go right, head to the opposite bank of the lake, directly away from the ooze monsters. They won't know what to do. All they're doing is trying to run along a beeline to me. Even better, each monster is trying to make its own beeline, so that they're all constantly vying for the spot that's closest to Cam along the bank of the river bumping into each other, none of them thinking to run even just the tiniest bit ahead to wait. A traffic jam. They're not even smart enough to stop spitting, Cam thinks, watching the non-stop splashes into the water several yards away. In Cam's head, the geometry is simple. If the monsters are too dumb to go around an obstacle, in this case, a lake, rowing along a line perpendicular to the edge of that obstacle will make them stand still. Once Cam is a speck in the distance, the monsters will lose sight of him, and he can circle around to the camp. Hopefully. It's a lot of assumptions. And if octopus hounds show up, that'll be... awful. But I'm not getting near that camp on foot. The boat means safety from hostile humans and from the ooze monsters. Two out of three possible sources of danger, better than being vulnerable to all three. He'll just have to repel the octopus hounds if they attack. Maybe the ooze dripping from the boat will keep them scared and far away? Time snails as Cam picks at the ooze in his boat, the river carrying him toward the lake. It could be 10 minutes or 30. Without a watch, it's tough to know. At one point, the boat gravitates toward the left bank, threatening to move Cam back under the barrage of ooze. 
before Cam can wake an oar from its putrid bed, potentially poisoning his hands in the process. The boat's drift goes right again. On average, the current is keeping Cam in the middle of the river. Cam wonders if that's unusual. Finally, Cam deposits his garden hoe next to his bow shaft, feeling like he scratched enough ooze from the oars to hold them safely. Using the sleeves of his button-down shirt as gloves, he lifts an oar and dunks it in the river, shaking off the ooze. He puts it down and repeats the process with the second oar. For good measure, he scrubs the ends of his sleeves in the water for a few extra seconds. Then he's ready to row, and just in time. His boat is already spinning lazily in place, having lost the forward momentum of the river upon entering the lake.